1: Across the Gulf South, it's 7 a.m. Time to wake up on Capital and Community Media.
2: Good morning. You're listening to Wake Up on this beautiful Thursday morning. You are tuning your heart to the truth. I'm Gabby Smith, along with David Dawson. Hey, Dave. Hey, happy hey, Thursday. Gabby,
3: happy Thursday to you too. One day after Lent. Gabby. If you would have seen me yesterday after mass, I was at Billboard for Lent. Now those of you who are watching us on TV know why I'm saying that. You could definitely see the cross on my forehead. There's, there was oh, no me nothing too. subtle about that. It was like Lots of huge. stairs. Yeah, lots
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I didn't get a lot of stairs, but you know, probably a lot of people go, Oh yeah, it's Ash Wednesday because it's almost in neon lights on that guy's head. So yeah.
2: Yeah. I know. A lot Someone of platform to work heart- with. Someone gave me a heart shaped donut. And I felt really bad because I could not eat it yesterday. Ah, but today's a new day. That's so right. That's right. I didn't give up sweets for Lent. So it's a new day. So you're going to have that heart shaped
3: so. donut. It's not the same. Well, it's not the same. We'll it's see. not as good. But you know, I know, it's Lent. <laughs> Suffer through that.
2: <laughs> I know. Well, let's get our day started off with okay. prayer, Dave, if you don't mind.
3: <laughs> do. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Prompt our actions with your inspiration, we pray. O oh Lord, and further them with your constant help, that all we do, that all we do, may always begin from you and by you brought to completion. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Father, Son, amen. Holy Spirit. Amen. Saint Claude de la Com- Cl- hmm? Colombière. Did I say it right, Here. again?
2: Right. Yeah, I yeah. think so. There we go. Yeah, we'll learn more about St. Claude later on during our Saint of the Day. But at 10 after, we have some events in our listening area we will give you details about. And I have to say, tomorrow starts fish fry season. Ah. So go to our website right now, ccmedia.live. Click on Events and News, and that calendar will show you various fish fries across our listening area. So find <laughs> your favorite. They're all great. Lent is so um, different in <laughs>
3: South Louisiana. We should be well, made to a- eat meat. I- I'm just saying. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so definitely check that out we have so many events we want to give you details about as well so stay tuned in 18 minutes matthew leonard joins us he's a catholic speaker and today he's talking about the upcoming fullness of truth conference taking place in alexandria louisiana so we'll give you details on that we also have a ticket giveaway and they Fancy tickets. They're like the priority pass ones. Oh, yes, indeed.
3: (laughs) You get get food with that one. (laughs)
2: Yeah. So stay tuned. In 35 minutes, David Dawson Jr. joins us. He's the COO of Witness to Love. We're going to be talking about marriage and family life today. And in 48 minutes, Alan Smith joins us. He is the Executive Director of the Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen Mission Society of Canada. Today, we are talking about his book, Cries of Jesus from the Cross, that you can find on SophiaInstitute.com. Um, And he's also going to talk about Blessed Fulton Sheen. So Mm -hmm. looking forward to today's show and topic. And real quick, Dave, we have some time to talk about that ticket giveaway a little bit early today. So go to our Facebook page right now, facebook.com slash Catholic Community Media. There's a live video right there called Wake Up Thursday. It's the first video you will see. And we are giving away two Priority Pass tickets to the Fullness of Truth conference taking place on February 23rd through the 25th in Alabama. Alexandria, Louisiana. It's called Real Presence, Real Power, The Eucharistic Life, and the Science of Sainthood. Mm-hmm. So these priority pass tickets include special reserved conference seating, a gift bag, an exclusive Saturday Q&A lunch with the speakers, and they're each valued at $150 a piece.
3: These are, to these. boy, wait till you hear these speakers. This this is going to yeah. be incredible. These are, the, these are the big dogs, so this well, is something you want. Well, we're going to hear one, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, we're gonna hear one of them. Yeah, we're going to hear one of them, yeah.
2: Yes, to win these tickets, go to our Facebook live video. Like I said, Wake Up Thursday, comment in the comment section right now. I want the tickets and we will email those to you. Stay with us. It is five past the hour on Wake Up.
1: Good Thursday after Ash Wednesday to you. I'm Father Chris Decker and today's gospel comes to us from Luke chapter nine. Jesus said to his disciples, The Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. Then he said to all, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. What profit is there for one to gain the whole world, yet lose or forfeit himself? We've heard the gospel, and now we reflect.
5: After Peter acknowledged Jesus as the Messiah of God, Jesus began to teach the apostles about the startling nature of his divine mission. The Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests and the scribes, and be killed and on the third day be raised. Jesus used the title Son of Man 25 times in Luke's Gospel alone. Although it can merely be an idiomatic expression identifying a human person, it is here a reference to Daniel's vision of one like a son of man coming on the clouds of heaven where he is given an everlasting dominion. Perhaps even more shocking to the apostles was Jesus' revelation that his suffering has vital implications for all his followers. After his first prediction of his passion and resurrection, Jesus declared, To all, if anyone wishes to come after me, that is, to be my disciple, he must deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. Notice the key points. This command is to all. There is no exception. Secondly, we are called to deny ourselves, that is, to voluntarily make sacrifices for the kingdom of God. Third, we are charged to take up our cross, that is, to willingly accept whatever difficulties and sufferings we will encounter over the course of our life. And fourth, we must bear these trials daily, not occasionally or grudgingly. And finally, we are called to follow Jesus, that is, to be like him but not to lead him. It is said that if the angels could assume human nature, they would willingly do so for two reasons. First, to receive the blessed Eucharist. The second would be to suffer like Jesus. No one likes to suffer. Nevertheless, suffering is the instrument that affords us the daily opportunity to grow in self-sacrificing love. At the end of our life, any suffering we endure will seem like a mere pittance in comparison to the everlasting happiness we enjoy in God's intimacy. Have a wonderful day. This is Jimmy Sangers.
2: Thank you, Father Chris Decker and Jimmy Sagers, for today's Gospel and Reflection. It is 11 past the hour on Wake Up, and we have a winner, David. Oh. Leslie. Leslie won the tickets. Congratulations. Congratulations, Leslie. We will send those to you. Exciting. It is. You you are in for a house. treat. And
3: we're going to be talking with Matthew Leonard, one of the speakers, in a little bit. But just, just to let you know, it's Dr. Brent Petrie, Dr. Michael Barber. These are heavy, heavy hitters. These people are incredible. And then our own Aaron Franco from Baton Rouge. And then Debbie Georgiani. She's a radio host that you hear a lot, especially during the weekends here on uh, Catholic Community uh, Media. So anyway congratulations you're in for a treat plus you get to meet these folks now and uh, visit with them and have dinner with them so it's going to be
2: great and and ask them all the questions that you want so that's stump e- them that's that's ask exactly the difficult questions
3: <laughs> it is it is amazing because i did sit in on one of those and it they, they are very very powerful so this is good nice. because you, you can write them down and they they'll they'll read them and or you can just ask them in person so um yeah So we have another event. we got 40 Days for Life. They're going to be holding a prayer vigil in front of Planned Parenthood on Government Street, and that's in Baton Rouge, and that's from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. each day. It's going to be beginning, well, it began yesterday, and it's going Mm -hmm. to last through March the 24th. So uh, join us to pray for an end to abortion worldwide. So that's uh, on Government Street, uh, Planned Parenthood office on Government Street. You'll probably see the folks out there.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, there are a lot of events taking place in the month of February, particularly this weekend. Ladies, I know some of you guys will have some of your husbands or the man in your life going to probably the Men of the Immaculata Conference in Baton Rouge. Well, you can go to the Magnificat Prayer Breakfast this Saturday morning on the 17th. Their guest speaker will be Kim Lukinovich. She will share her testimony with attendants, along with a wonderful breakfast buffet, prayer, praise, and worship, fellowship, and many joy-filled Catholic women. Uh, you can go to our website, ccmedia.live, for the registration link and all of the information. I have heard nothing but wonderful things about the Me Magnificat too. Prayer Breakfasts, uh, so definitely consider attending.
3: Me too. I know a lot of people. A lot of ladies that have gone to that, and and they're just glowing after that. Can you imagine? Your husband goes to Men of the Immaculate, and you go to the uh, the Magnificat Prayer Breakfast. Y'all are going to have a great afternoon.
2: Yeah? That's a busy morning. Yeah, Lots yeah. of prayers.
4: <laughs> a lot of food, yeah. too. Um, <laughs>
3: yeah. Catholic Women in Action, Lenten Morning of Reflection. Mary proclaims Christ's Mercy, and uh, Our Lady Leads Us to the Mercy of Her Son. That's a long title, but it uh, is. <laughs> there's, there's a description and it's a reflection by Lisa Flood and on the Stations of the Cross. This is going to be at uh, Mary Queen of Peace Catholic Church in Mandeville, and it's going to be Tuesday, February the 27th from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., and half of that time is going to be taken up just saying the title of it.
2: Wonderful. Well, great. <laughs> well. <laughs> ccmedia.live is where you can go to find out all of the information. They are already posted on our calendar, all of these events, especially this one. The Fourth Cup and Lamb of God presenter Mike Fulmer, Mike Fulmer will offer an easy-to-understand and beautifully presented perspective on the events of the Last Supper and the Paschal Sacrifice. The event is free, and it's taking place at Immaculate Conception Church in Denham Springs. I don't have the date in front of me. Just realize that the date is not oh. present on the rundown right Uh-oh. now, but I will get that to you. It's actually on our calendar. We'll bring it up again tomorrow. So, my apologies. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll bring it up later today during the show. But this and so many other events are taking place in and around our area. And like I said, starting tomorrow, we have various fish fries uh, taking place. Uh, so, find your favorite one. Menus are all different. They are. Uh, so, they if are. you. A lot of them have vegetarian options as well. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of them, if you're allergic to seafood, they have another option for you. Uh, So definitely take advantage of those opportunities to support the Knights of Columbus, the church, or the community that is putting this together. So definitely check that out at ccmedia.live. Well, Matthew Leonard joins us from the fullness of truth when we return from the break. It is 15 past the hour on Wake Up.
4: This is Franciscan Media's Saint of the Day for February 15th. Today we celebrate Saint Claude de la Colombière. This is a special day for the Jesuits, who claim today's saint as one of their own. It's also a special day for the people who have a deep devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, a devotion Claude de la Colombière promoted, along with his friend and spiritual companion, Saint Margaret Mary Alacoque. The emphasis on God's love for all was an anecdote to the rigorous moralism of the Jensenists, were popular in the mid-1700s claude showed remarkable preaching skills long before his ordination in 1675 two months later he was made superior of a small jesuit residence in burgundy it was there he first encountered sister margaret mary for many years after he served as her confessor claude was next sent to england to serve as confessor to the duchess of york he preached both by words and by the example of his holy life converting a number of Protestants. Opposition against Catholics increased, and Claude, rumored to be part of a plot against the king, was imprisoned. He was ultimately banished, but by then his health had been ruined. Claude de la Colombière died in 1682. Pope John Paul II canonized him in 1992. There's more about the saints along with inspiration and Catholic resources at our website, saintoftheday.org. From Franciscan Media, this has been Saint of the Day.
3: 18 past the hour, you are tuning your heart to the truth. I'm David Dawson, along with Gabby Smith. And right now we are joined by Matthew Leonard. He's a Catholic speaker, one of the most dynamic Catholic speakers I know I've ever heard. And we're going to be talking about the upcoming Fullness of Truth cons. uh, concert uh, conference that's uh, in alexandria it's not this weekend but it's next weekend good morning matthew good morning david and gabby how are you it is great to have you back with us again and boy i tell you this is going to be a chock-a-block conference talk about it oh it's going
1: to be a, a barn burner i think <laughs> uh with the people who are coming down so uh, along with myself dr brant petrie is coming yep uh and dr michael barber and uh, The three of us have known each other for a long, long time, and it's a real—I mean, it's a a pleasure for me to come down and hang out with these guys. Mm -hmm. And I know that the firepower uh, that they bring with regard to the Catholic faith, it's going to be really fantastic. We're going to really dive into the Eucharist. We're diving into the spiritual life. We are—we're just going to let the Holy Spirit roll and realize that what the Catholic faith offers us, is something beyond our wildest dreams. And as Catholics, we have a need to dive into what it is God is offering us as deeply as possible so we can extract all the juices out of it, and we can move toward eternal life.
3: I I can tell you, this this conference that I attended earlier this year was so uh, amazing that I had such a deeper, deeper understanding of the of the Mass itself, and of the Eucharistic self, and sainthood, everything that you guys got into. I mean, I was just glowing after this, con- uh, this <laughs> conference, you know. It, it was just it's amazing. Awesome. Uh, and so th- this, is, this is, you got, you got extra speakers that we didn't have here in Baton Rouge uh, that are going to be at this conference. Um, one yeah, of our it, own, as be- a matter of fact. Uh, Aaron Franco from Baton Rouge yeah. is going to be there.
1: I've never met Aaron, and I'm looking forward to that. And oh, I Aaron know Debbie Giorgiani's going to be there as yeah. well, and and uh, music from Josh Blakesley. There's stuff for kids there as well. It's not just for adults. Mm-hmm. This, you know, th- you know, the last one I was at in Baton Rouge as a speaker, it was it was as much a retreat for me as it was for the people who came. Like the yeah. Fullness of Truth does a fantastic job. These conferences are not just conferences; they're really. Kind of mountaintop experiences that that fuel you to move into the you know back into the the real world so to speak yeah. and live out your Catholic faith. This isn't just a one and done. This helps you live your life.
3: That is a good point because a lot of times we'll go on retreats or we'll go to these certain conferences and we are we are positively glowing, like I said earlier. But then suddenly you hit reality. In a few days, you're off that mountain and and you've lost it all. I didn't find that uh, with this conference. I I still feel the effects of the conference that, uh, that what that happened in Baton Rouge.
1: Now you and me both. And in fact, I had one of the speakers tell me the same thing and, when you're there in the Eucharistic procession after mm. diving into the, the theology, and, and it's not, this isn't heady academic stuff. This is for regular That's people. That's right. right. Thank goodness, yes. But as, <laughs> yeah, but as Catholics, we need to know this stuff. Right. Like, it's incumbent upon us to learn about our faith as much as we possibly can. And why wouldn't we, David? Right. I mean, seriously. Right. Why wouldn't we? We got the best thing going, and we got to dive in as far as possible.
3: Mm, Well, I, I can tell you, Matthew, we were going to give away tickets during this segment, but they're already gone. Okay, so, uh, but 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 we have. Let's talk about the different levels of tickets that you can get because because uh, there there's the general admission, which I mean you you're going to see and hear all of the talks. It's going to be wonderful. But then there's the premium. Gabby, what was it? Not premium. What what is is it? Premium. Priority. Priority. Yeah, it was like a priority. I always get my yes. I always get that mixed up. But 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 there's there's meals and then they get to meet you guys, right? Yeah, no, we're we're
1: going to be fraternizing the whole time. I yeah. I know that Michael and Brand and I. We're not the kind of guys who go uh, running off to our hotel rooms, and we're not uh, speaking. We're going to be in and amongst everybody, and we love it.
3: That's right. It's not me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Yeah, you talk to my agent. I don't have time for autographs. (laughs) That's right. No. No. But I can can tell you another thing that I thoroughly enjoyed. And by the way, real quick, I'm going to remind, that's not this weekend, but this is next weekend. This is going to be in Alexandria at the uh Randolph Riverfront Center in Alexandria and it is going to be a weekend just you, it's just wonderful so not this weekend but it's next weekend we're going to look up at fullnessoftruth.org uh hang on fullnessoftruth that's that's correct .org that's right yep. so and and you will see the right there on the front page you'll see where to go uh with all of that so um, Yeah
2: I I think David this is a great opportunity for Lint if you're still trying to is. find that Thing, quote unquote, that you want to do this lint or do extra, um, you know. Maybe this is a wonderful opportunity for you to really dive into Catholic theology and to ask all the questions that you want to ask. So, um, you guys are really building this conference up when you're talking about that glow mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and leaving the conference still on that high. Um, and yeah. so I think this is really great. Um, I know exactly how that feels. Uh, after going to a Steubenville conference in high school, I'm still carrying that adrenaline of the conference with me for, really for months after, because it was that powerful. So this could be the thing for you, this lint, and, and, and try it out. Right. Uh, Math- Matthew, how long have you guys been doing this, and kind of the feedback you've been getting for those who have attended?
1: Well, to be honest, uh, I've only been doing fullness of truth conferences for about a year now. Oh, wow. and. Yeah, and, and it was. I got to tell you, I'm a native of Texas, and and after meeting the people down there, because they've just, just expanded into Louisiana, mm-hmm. it was like putting on an old pair of boots. I mean, you, because these people are so invested in the church, yeah. and the, it, it's reflected in the conferences they put on. I do lots of conferences. I'm trying, My wife says she gives me up for Lent because <laughs> I'm on the road constantly, and and I do a lot of this stuff. And you meet a lot of people. The fullness of truth people are real. Yeah. They are they are real and they're they're totally invested and so the, it plays out in these conferences. The last one I just did with Brant Petrie and Curtis Mitch. I had Brant and I are really close, mm-hmm. but we haven't seen each other in like seven years, and it was just like old home week. Yeah. But when you get people who love the Lord, like good things happen, mm-hmm. and and that, that's really what this is all about. And it's not just people who love the Lord; it's people who know the Lord. On, on many levels. And I don't mean, I'm not just talking about us. I'm talking about everybody involved. Right, right. And that plays out in every aspect of these conferences.
3: But you do have a good rapport. And, and, and even though you guys are talking a, a lot, you, you have different topics that you talk about. Yet, yet, yet the boundaries cross over because you guys are interacting with each other as well. And that, I think that's what makes it so dynamic. And uh, what are you going to be talking about? What, what is your topic, for example?
1: I am going to open up with kind of a clarion call to, to sanctity, and I'm going to go over three ways. It's called No Regrets, The Art of Living as a Catholic. Okay. And really, it's, it's how to live that life, because most of the people there, like me, are on the backside of life, and we don't want to get to the end and regret that we didn't do what we were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And so I'll give uh, several points as to how to make sure that doesn't happen, and then in the second talk, I'm going to dive into the, the different stages of prayer deeply, that every Catholic is supposed to be practicing, so vocal, meditative, and contemplative prayer, not just what they are, but how it is we are to do them, Mm. because you can learn all day long about the faith, but if you're not living it in a life of prayer, then you're missing everything. All that grace that God is offering us is just dropping to the ground. Even if you're going to the Eucharist, you're just not opening yourself up to the grace that's there if you don't have this real life of prayer. So, I am. I'm going to dive into that and hopefully really inspire uh, everybody there to develop this deep relationship with the Lord through prayer.
3: Well, that is really good because that that is yeah. one thing that that a, a lot of folks uh, we talk about this a lot. It, it, there's there's a lack of how do we pray, you know? What, mm-hmm. How do we go about doing this? So uh, this is this is going to be quite the valuable. Uh, prayer, and then and then uh, we're going. For for instance, we have Erin Franco, who is who is a, a Baton Rouge, Louisiana native, and yes, she is love going, Aaron. very very popular, and she is a Catholic mom, and uh, she has quite the stories to share as well. And then the Josh Blakely Band. I have heard these guys many a times. My mm-hmm. son's actually played with them a few times, and uh, cool. it's just oh, a lot of fun. They're there. I mean, it, it, it's wonderful. Mass is going to be offered every day, and confessions are all throughout the day, right?
2: I, yeah, I love Erin Franco, and I'm so glad that you guys have booked her, because Erin is not one of those women who are like, I have the perfect family, and no. we do perfect things, <laughs> and we look perfect, and this is how you should live. Erin gets down to the raw and the realness of what it means to be a parent, to be a Catholic parent. And daily life struggles, Mm -hmm. and how to be a Catholic mom, and not beat yourself up, you know, as we do as parents for not being perfect uh, and stuff like that. So Erin is such a wonderful role model and a wonderful speaker, and she's just perfect for something like this, I think. So if anything, um, definitely take a look and stay for Erin's segment because you won't regret. Mm -mm. You won't regret doing that.
3: Going to be great. There we go. We got got approval from (laughs) Jeff. So. Matthew Leonard, thank you. Thank you for joining us again. I am really looking forward to seeing you. I'm going to be there. I'm going to go to the conference. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, to seeing you again.
1: Well, I'm looking forward to coming back down to Louisiana. You guys are great people. They're, it's going to be a wonderful conference. I encourage everyone to come, and, and God bless you all the last.
3: Absolutely. It's worth the drive up to Alexandria. Matthew Leonard, thank you for joining us. God bless. All right. Wow! Great. Yeah, yeah, he's something, and really, I, he, believe it or not, he was subdued today. Okay, that was lacking energy. Wait, wait till you hear uh, the, the folks that are going. <laughs> wait till early. you hear this guy talk. So yeah, we, <laughs> we we're kind of mean like that to our guests. But uh, oh no, anyway.
2: well, real quick, that fourth cup event yeah. taking place Thursday, March seventh. From ah, 7 to 8.30. Good, there's time. At Immaculate Conception. Okay. <laughs> it's at ccmedia.live. Just there go there. Go.
3: All right. <laughs> All right. It's uh, When we come back, Gabby's going to be talking by, to somebody by the name of David Dawson Jr. Uh, it is the bottom of the hour on Wake Up.
2: It is 35 past the hour. You are tuning your heart to the truth. I'm Gabby Smith, along with David Dawson Sr. And our next guest is Dave Dawson Jr. That's not confusing. He's a C. No, it surely isn't. (laughs) Let's get the priest on now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I know, we say that every Thursday, though. We really should do it eventually, because we keep talking about that it, but yes, great. we should. Yes. <laughs> David Dawson Jr. is a COO of Witness to Love, and today we talk about marriage and family life. Particularly, we are talking about Lent decisions for the benefit of the family. Hey, Dave, good morning. Thanks for being with us good today. Good
6: morning. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Interesting topic. Lent decisions <laughs> yes. for the benefit of the family. Take it away.
6: <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. So, so one of the, I think one of the things a lot of times when we moving to Lent, um, if we're we're parents, uh, spouses, we still kind of approach it often as individuals, right? We kind of approach it as like, like I've got my journey, you've got your journey, my kids have their journey, and we could talk about it. But, you know, when it comes down to it, it's kind of all of our own personal. You know, we're in our little tunnel, you know, mm-hmm. and it's us and God. I'm trying not to try not to mess up. Uh, I'm trying to do it well. And it can it can a lot of times can give a, a message of like that we're all in this by ourselves, um and it's kind of like between us and God. Uh and so we're all trying not to be a disappointment, which is hard when you've got mm-hmm. nothing no really no solid support. Uh there's no companionship on that journey really. Um, and so I feel like there's a lot of times, um, a message that we give to our kids that like, Hey, look, you're on your own, ultimately, mm. you know, and then, and that's how we feel, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes. And then when God's not giving us, you know, a lot of big pats on the back or stars on a report card or something like that, uh, it, it can feel like it's, it's, it's a little bit futile, you know, mm-hmm. and, and whether we're saying that to our kids or not, which we're probably not, uh, but that message does get across. Like our, our image of God does tend to get passed down whether we like it or not. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think making decisions, uh, recognizing that, like, if I'm going to be doing something for Lent, my kids are going to see it. Uh, if I'm just pushing through to check the box and try to make God proud, they're going to see that, too. Uh, one of my kids asked me yesterday, I asked one of my kids yesterday when she was telling me, you know, what she was thinking about doing for Lent. I was like, okay, well, why do you think why do you think it's a good idea to do for Lent? Like, why do you think we're doing this? And she says, well, I guess we want, you know, we're supposed to be like Jesus in the desert. He wants us to be like Him in the desert. Like, well, mm-hmm. I mean, to an extent, you know, but... I'm not sure we're ever really going to get there. You know, <laughs> that's a pretty high standard. You know, of course, we all want to, we should be like Christ. He gives us a model to follow. But mm-hmm. if that's the end of it, then we're always going to just be a disappointment, mm-hmm. right? Because we don't have, not, not, not only do we not have the capacity to not eat or drink for 40 days in the desert, but we also don't have the, the, the correct image of God that's going to make that fruitful, <laughs> right? right? That we're going to be we're going to be a disappointment, and we're also going to start kind of resenting a God who would want that from us like why set such a weird high standard and be like all right can you do that let's mm. see if you can do that you know mm. yeah <laughs> it's just a it's a weird standard right it's a weird thing to ask of us uh for from a loving god you know what i mean
3: so you, so you do do you do something as a family like okay we're all going to do a penance just something that brings the awareness of lent is that what you're talking about something that you're all doing together yeah. okay
6: I think, I think ultimately, yeah, we can, we can certainly, uh, if, for instance, our family, a lot of us are, are doing the sweets thing, and we see each other doing the sweets thing, and we can kind of support <laughs> each other in that. So that, <laughs> that makes it easier, okay. right? It, it makes it to where, like, it's not just one person giving up dessert when then the rest of the kids at the table are eating it. I mean, the little kids is one thing, but most of the big kids are doing that um, for us. And so I think that has, has been something that's kind of naturally come about. Uh, They're like, well, of course, you know, if we're talking about it uh, during our evening prayer, we're kind of talking about it as we move into Lent. Talking about it is important Uh, and just how's it going, how you're feeling. And I think that's a big question I have found to be super helpful is like, tell me what's going on. I want to get kind of, without saying it that way, a monitor on, are they building resentment? Are they just checking a box here? Right. Is this for something bigger, Mm -hmm. you know? And I can kind of set the tone for that too as far as, you know, explaining my journey. Uh, And so it makes it to where they're more likely to want to do the things that I'm doing. I can kind of share how that's fruitful or not.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: Um, so I think that's important. It's like you know, if I'm if I struggle to understand whether this is just checking a box and trying to make God proud, or if it's really getting things out of the way so I can receive more from Him, yeah, uh, that can be good. We had a conversation last night during evening prayer, and what came to me it was like, you know, I it could be I, going to mass is nice, and, and and the fact that Jesus died and rose again is great. Uh, but I really just want dessert, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a fantastic, like, it, it, it sounds wonderful, <laughs> but I kind of prefer a donut, you know? Yeah. And so uh, I think, and, and, and like kids know that mm-hmm. they know they're not allowed to say that out loud, but they're very aware of that. We try to pretend like that's not the case. Um, but just to help them to see like, that's why we're going to give up donuts, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah. there's something better here that we just, we, we're, we're not wired there yet. We want to get wired to understand that because we're settling for donuts, you know? Yeah. Uh, So having those conversations is important.
3: Give it a deeper meaning.
0: Yeah.
2: And I think also when we crave that donut or when we are so hungry because we fasted that day, I was actually having this conversation with Jeff Blackwell at like 3.30 yesterday, I was starving just because we fasted all day. And I was like, I'm so hungry. I could eat a wall, you know, um, say a prayer yeah. that day, pray for the souls in purgatory, but also understand that, um, this is such a minor sacrifice for what God has done for us, for Jesus has done for us. And, uh, during this time of year, as we get closer to the triduum and easter i think it's also important dave to have some grace with our children as well we're all human i say that because yesterday my son is also giving up sweets more particularly junk food um and then yesterday they served hot chocolate at school and he completely forgot and was so excited and he drank the hot chocolate (laughs) and when he got in the car he was all remorseful oh my gosh i drank the hot chocolate i'm like it's okay and try again tomorrow. It's only day one. God is merciful. You yeah, know, and yeah, have that grace yeah. for ourselves as well, because we, maybe we will stumble and fall. Maybe we will be perfect for 40 days, and that's amazing. <laughs> um, but to have that grace also for ourselves and our children as we journey through this together, because we are human, yeah. and we do mess up.
6: That's right. And, and it's not, like I said, I think that if, if we can move through this and help our children and ourselves be reminded that, like, this is not a report card thing. This is not like a score. Like, how'd you do? How many times did you make it? How many times did you miss? Because at the end of the day, like, number one, nobody cares. Number two, God is not going to be impressed. Right. You know, this is, this is, mm. this is a whole mm-hmm. lot more to do with rewiring our hearts, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. there's something valuable here that we are missing out, I think, for most of us, at least especially growing up. We're like, yeah, Jesus on the cross. That's getting boring. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of bored with that. Mm-hmm. Right, and if that's the case, it's because I'm missing something, mm-hmm. and it's because I've settled for something so much less. That what excites me is something so much less, and I focus my attention on that, and therefore I can't receive the big stuff because I don't get it because I haven't given myself the chance to get it. Right, and I think that's 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 the case uh, up and down the spiritual life, uh, and our and our kid something so simple. And really, the truth is, when it comes to spiritual growth, we think it's super complicated. It's really not. It has to do with, like, we are attached to and focused on things that are just small and Mm -hmm. tiny and and aren't going to give us a whole lot, especially not lasting happiness. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, that's where we've defined ourselves. We miss out on the big stuff, and we assume that it's kind of boring. And so if my kids can get to the place, and and it'll help me get to the place, where I could say, like, there might be something more here, and I can't can't get it if I'm too focused on that sucker, you know, then, Mm -hmm. then... uh, if that becomes something that, like, I'm, my kids can grow and I can watch them grow, they don't have to wait till they're older to figure out how to grow spiritually. Like, they can start growing now. Mm-hmm. So I can grow with them because it's the same journey for me. You know.
3: Are you doing some That's sort definitely. of daily reflection at the end of the day with them? As far as Lent goes, yeah. are you doing anything different there?
6: Yeah, yeah, we're gonna okay. be doing. Yeah, we do, we do. Uh, at the end of the day, just kind of checking in on how's it going. Like okay. What's what's the, what's the feel? Yeah. Not just did you do it or not? Right. That that that'll you know keep that that report card mindset going. But yeah, how's it going? How's it feel? What's what's. What's the, uh, what's the journey like? You know, and the, the yeah. first few weeks of the journey is going to be like, this is hard. I don't know why I'm doing
3: this. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And that's okay. Stay, that's the way you was
0: difficult. Yeah. <laughs> well,
2: that's how it's going to be, right? I mean, I remember as a kid giving up <laughs> cupcakes and sweets and cookies, and it seemed like everyone's mom brought cupcakes to the cafeteria for 40 days. Yeah, that's, that's when for they uh, really pile it on, yeah. And, and
3: I, right. well, I Like, we haven't
2: them. had... We haven't had cupcakes all year, and here we have three birthdays in one week. Uh, anyway, that's the whole point. The temptation is yeah. real, Dave. I love those check-ins, yeah. though. But uh, yeah. tell our listeners and viewers where they can go to find out more information about your Apostle at Witness to Love.
6: Yeah, witness to love.org. we got tons of stuff, mainly uh, marriage preparation programming, but the marriage enrichment stuff is really good, too. We've got some great couples giving some beautiful testimonies there, lots of stuff to see.
2: Wonderful. David Dawson Jr. doing what he does best. Thank you so much for being with us today.
6: <laughs> Thank you guys. Appreciate it.
2: All right. We're going to learn a little bit more about Blessed Fulton Sheen when we return from the break. Now Alan I want Smith a donut. joins us. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not though. Okay. But Good I do you. want one. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to get one at the break. Stay with us. It's 45 past the hour on wake up. <laughs>
3: That spot just for Gabby. (laughs) Donuts, Gabby. Well,
2: Damien said to donut worry. Donut worry, Gabby. That's right. That's right. Just because Damien said so.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's forty-eight past the hour. I'm David Dawson, and with Gabby Smith, as you can hear, in in, uh, giving color commentary here about donuts. Mm -hmm. And right now, we are joined by Alan Smith, the executive director of the Archbishop Fulton Sheen Mission Society of Canada. We're going to talk about uh, Fulton Sheen and the cries of Jesus from the cross. Good morning, Alan.
0: Uh, good morning, David. Good morning, Gabby. It is great to be here. Um, many of the listeners know I live in Canada. And yeah. It was 26, 26 degrees this morning when I woke up. Oh, no. Um, is, is that a, is that a balmy day for you? Is that warm up there uh, when you're at 26 degrees? Um, <laughs> uh, 26, uh, you know, we know it's still winter and God has a sense of humor. So,
2: yeah. um, <laughs> such a nice outlook.
3: <laughs> you know what, a- Alan, uh, uh, speaking of Canada, and, and, and I'm not sure if I heard this. This right, and I find this very interesting. When it comes to Catholic radio, or spiritual radio, religious radio, uh, or Christian radio,
0: it it's highly
3: regulated. Am I right? You can only have it on weekends or something. Did I hear that right?
0: yeah yeah no we we live in a socialist country i don't you know yeah. i don't want to say it 's a communist country it's a but it's severe uh, but there is a lot of regulations and actually there is no uh, Catholic radio in Canada that I know of um, all of the um, licensing um, the bureaucracy uh, talks about uh, sharing. The message, so you can't have an exclusively Catholic radio station. You would, uh, what we end up doing is buying airtime on secular stations. So my Bishop Sheen Presents show mm-hmm. is on a secular station uh, in Canada, and um, that's what we do. We raise wow. money to. Buy airtime uh, to put the rosary on the radio, to put uh, sheens and messages, and so um, it's a challenge here. I I I'm spoiled when I go to the United States. I bet, and I, yeah. There's a Catholic. Catholic radio station every, uh, you know, every five miles it seems. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's a bit too. That's a um, lot. No, I, there, that but, might be a little high. Yeah. But you're right. You're right. I mean, it, that's where we got.
3: You know, some things we take it for granted. But uh, that that's yeah. quite the gift we have here. And for all you up in Canada, just tune to ccmedia.live, and there. <laughs> Can't stop that, right? That's,
0: uh, we're, we're streaming. <laughs> That's right. So yeah. <laughs> you catch the stream. Yeah. No, the, the inter- I, thank God for the Internet. Amen. I, really, I enjoy Catholic radio on the Internet, so God is good.
3: God, God is, is good. good. That's mm-hmm. good. We're going to talk about the cries of Jesus from the cross. Now, look, uh, uh, Alan, I'm, I'm holding a book, The Seven Last Words Explained by
0: uh, Bishop Fulton
3: Sheen. This is a different book?
0: Uh, it's what I call the second edition. Um, okay. In twenty yeah, so in twenty eighteen, uh, uh, we published the Cries of Jesus from the Cross with Sophia Institute Press. Uh, the good folks there knew I had something to put together, and so we we said, let's put seven of Sheen's classic Lenten reflections, his yeah. uh, loved books, Victory over Vice, the Cross and the Beatitudes, uh, the Seven Virtues. Let's put it together and make it a available as a great Lenten theme book and uh, oh, okay it it's just a, a just great nuggets of wisdom now people were asking, well, I know Fulton Sheen wrote nine books on the seven last words could you give us a volume that has all nine books instead of just the seven um so we added two extra books into that collection and uh re um branded the book as the seven last words of christ explained because who better to explain it than fulton sheen and uh he looks at the cross and the seven last words nine different ways and uh i tell you um Every year, he gave a Lenten series of talks uh, with a different theme because he wanted us to look at everything through the lens of the cross and the seven last words uh kind of like uh saint paul's world words uh i want to know only christ and him crucified that we need to look to the cross and so uh this is our way of getting more fulton sheen into people's hands uh, again we encourage people to buy either copy of the cries of jesus from the cross from sophia press or the expanded versions, the seven last words of Christ Explained. So uh, we need Lenten reading, and Fulton Sheen fits the bill. This this is uh,
3: amazing that you you have this compilation of these meditations of these words. Now, they're not exactly—I always misunderstood that as just, what, seven words? But it's actually seven cries from the cross, or seven statements, for instance. Uh, We have, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do— And the meditation that he has just on that is just so beautiful. And the part that I still cannot get over um, is the fact that it's so timeless. I can't can't get over the fact that I always have to check the copyright on something whenever I'm reading Fulton Sheen, because it's like he's speaking to these times right now, isn't it?
0: Yes. You know, I think uh, these um, great homilies were given in the 1930s and 40s. Mm. And people say this all the time when they listen to the radio program. Is Fulton Sheen alive today? Because I think he's talking about what's going on right now. (laughs) Exactly. Um, And and you know what I've been struggling with this sin, and he helped me with it. He's like that current, pre, uh, you know, parish priest that gets the times. Yes. And uh, that's the beauty of Fulton Sheen is his his wisdom is timeless, mm-hmm. and um, and that's why I think every Lent people say I want to meditate on the cross, the seven last words, and I tell you Fulton Sheen uh, delivers, as I said before, um, and. We all work on something different. Some might, it's the Beatitudes. Mm -hmm. Some it's the virtues. Some it's the overcoming the seven deadly sins. But what Fulton Sheen did is he says, How about we maybe meditate on one word each day of the week? So on, you know, Fridays, think of the word, I thirst. Right. Our Lord is thirsting uh, f- for a relationship uh, from the cross for, with us, and yeah, we're thirsting for uh, an extra meal, yeah. an extra lump of sugar in our coffee. Um, <laughs> again, using the seven last words as a daily meditation to get closer to Jesus, to this listen a, to that great sermon.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. This is a great, great Lenten book. Uh,
0: Alan Smith, how did they get the book? Oh, there's uh, two ways, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's that bookstore called Amazon that uh, many people (laughs) seem to go to. uh, But we can go to our local Catholic bookstore and order The Cries of Jesus from the Cross from Sophia Institute Press. Um, And I like to say shop local if you can. um, But again, anything by Fulton Sheen about the cross, it's good. And um, I tell you, um, uh, these are books that you carry with you for life. It's not just for Lent. This is 360 days
3: of the year Amen, you won't be disappointed Alan Smith, thank you so much You keep up the good yes. work uh, With the mission society that you have there with, for, for Fulton Sheen Thank you so much for joining us
0: Oh, you're welcome Great, great
3: Wow uh, And, and cool. I have this, this beautiful book right here It's a different book But uh, it's, it's the seven last words explained That he had described earlier Chaka block a lot of information out there, Gabby
2: Nice. I love Alan. He's so informative. (laughs) Wonderful way to end today's show.
3: There you go. So we're going to go ahead and close with prayer. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Pray for us that we will persevere in times of trouble and remember the power of prayer to the most sacred heart of Jesus. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Saint Amen. Claude de la Comble- Com- Gabby.
2: Colombia. Thank you. Pray for us. Pray for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll catch you back here tomorrow at 7 a.m. Central Time. Catholic author Patrick O'Hearn will join us to talk about Our Lady of Sorrows. Noel delery of the Archdiocese of New Orleans. She's a spiritual director. She's going to be diving into intercessory prayer. And Dr. Jordan Haddad from Notre Dame Seminary. will continue our wonderful segment of Catholic 101. Thank you so much to Jeff Blackwell, our audio director, and Karen Cotton, our video technical director for today's show. It was absolutely amazing. Thanks to you. Have a wonderful Thursday. God bless.
5: Wake up is a production of Catholic Community Media.